Welcome to Living Strong, the flip side of adversity with your host, Dr. Veerdra Jackson. On our program, we explore the flip side of every story. And when you open yourself up to both sides, you'll realize that there are life lessons, powerful tools, and so much more. Now, here is Dr. Veerdra Jackson. Hello and welcome to Living Strong, the flip side of adversity. I am Dr. Veerdra Jackson, the CEO and creative behind Living Strong Consulting. So I've been looking forward to this conversation all week long. It's actually been a couple of weeks that I've been looking forward to having dialogue with my sister friend, Minister Shante Baldwin. You know, we had an opportunity uh, when I wrote Fearless Conversations with a Limitless God. She so graciously hosted a Fearless Conversation with her ladies at her church. And we, it's almost like when you meet someone and there's like this kinship right away. And we actually had a conversation about fear (laughs) in that first meeting. (laughs) And here we are a few years later facing fear. Yes, yes. Facing it together. So let me tell you a little bit about Minister Baldwin. Minister Shante Baldwin, affectionately known as Lady B, is a worshiper, prayer warrior, intercessor, atmosphere changer, mentor, and a beautiful woman of faith, yielded to God in every area of her life. She is currently the First Lady of Bethel Deliverance Church Northeast under the covering of her her husband, Pastor Timothy Baldwin. As First Lady, Minister Baldwin has coined the model for loving on people, and I've experienced her absolutely abundance of love and support, and she has um, set an awesome example of how to grow in godliness. She has served in several capacities as an impeccable leader. In addition to her duties as the First Lady, she is an ordained minister of the gospel and the director of the women's ministry entitled Kingdom Women. In that role, she teaches, encourages, empowers, and guides women to the heart of God. She is respected for her wisdom and recognized for her loving disposition. It only takes a few minutes of connecting with her to understand why Lady B is an instant favorite, and you will experience just that in our conversation. In 2018, through her passion for prayer, Minister Baldwin launched Pray Through, a prayer ministry that teaches women that prayer is a lifestyle, that you must pray without ceasing, pray until you touch the heart of God, and among other things, that you must pray until things change. In June of that same year, she released her first CD entitled Pray Through passion, position, and power. And I have a copy of that CD myself and its healing power is amazing. 
Since its inception, Pray Through has been successful in reaching and empowering hundreds of women through the power of prayer. There is no doubt that Minister Baldwin is both postured and positioned for life impact. Minister Baldwin attended Palmer Theological Seminary where she studied Christian leadership and understanding grief and loss. She also received a certificate in biblical counseling from Christian Research and Development. And Minister Baldwin currently attends Missio Seminary where she is working on her diploma in missional theology. Of all her accomplishments, Minister Baldwin is most proud of her life that she and her husband, Pastor Tim Baldwin, have built together. Together they have three amazing children and three grandchildren in which they adore. And I'm excited to be able to share my sister friend with you as we tackle and address facing fear. Welcome to the show, Lady B. <laughs> welcome, 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 Dr. Jackson. I'm so excited to be here with you, my sister friend, one who definitely challenged me in this place of fear. Of fear. So I'm excited to be here to share my story and to have this amazing conversation with you. So I know I'm going to put you on the spot and you'll probably kill me after, but we were just talking about how in our first meeting, your spirit is so full of life and light. I immediately just shared with you, you know, you really should be podcasting or <laughs> Facebook living or your, your voice needs to be out there. That light needs to be on a universal <laughs> platform. And you immediately <laughs> said, no, no, no. <laughs> but you knew that God had called you to raise your voice mm -hmm. to larger platforms because there is more for you to do. And in those moments, he will often bring a voice of confirmation to continue to affirm and confirm what he's already putting in our spirit. But sometimes fear can try to sound louder than that voice. And to get us started off, I'm curious, how would you define fear as that echoing that so many of us are trying to sound out? Fear you know, I defined it as, you know, being afraid of someone or something that you feel that is painful, that is harmful, that is intimidating, something that creeps in to try to stop you. You know, fear is a very dangerous, <laughs> dangerous thing. And it can do so much damage um, to you that we really don't even realize Yes. I feel like that whole sabotage of fear and how, especially thinking about all of the things that we've been through over the past two years specifically, that it literally has become a weapon 
of destruction in people's lives, division between people and groups, even in the church, creating division and disconnect. It has, it's been used as a tool to break up and destroy connection and conversation. And as I think about how it is an active weapon and how we as people of faith have been instructed that we should not have a spirit of fear. At what point in your life did you realize that fear had actually begun to take over? It was at a point in my life where I I felt like I was moving, but I was standing still. There was nothing happening. I found myself in the same place that I was years ago. I found myself paralyzed. It literally Fear had paralyzed me. And you know, when you think about being paralyzed, you have no mobility. You can't move. You you know, you're laying there and there's nothing there. And I felt paralyzed. I felt like, okay, God, you're doing some things in my life. You're, you're, you're opening up doors and opportunities, but I'm going nowhere. And it was because I had signed a contract with fear. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, that is powerful. I saw, How many of us out there can be honest that we actually took out the pen and signed a contract with fear? When you talk about recognizing that you were doing a lot, but you were still standing still, can you unpack that a little bit more for us? Absolutely. I was doing... I was dictating. Fear had me dictating what I was going to do, what I wasn't going to do, what I allowed myself to be a part of, what I allowed myself not to be a part of. And so it literally was controlling my life. I had I had gotten to the point where I was telling God what I wasn't going to do. <laughs> because fear was in my ear. Um, you know, fear was telling me what I couldn't do. It was telling me that I could not be who God created me to be. It was telling me that I could not preach, that I could not pray, that I could not lead. You know, fear had been lying to me all of this time. And so I was found myself listening to what fear was telling me. And I was only standing still. So it was more, when you talked about that more that you saw in me, there was so much more there, but because of fear, I wouldn't allow myself to grab a hold of the more. I wouldn't allow myself to reach the full potential that God had for me. I would, I was literally, and I'm going to just keep it real. I was literally hiding in the shadow. <laughs> I, I was, was waiting for that word. I was hiding in the shadow and I, and I was comfortable there. Let's be real. I was, I was comfortable there because I felt like I'm safe right here in the shadow hiding behind God. Right. But wasn't being obedient to the God that was pushing me out there to do what he called me to do. And so I literally was in a space where I was not moving. I would come out. I would do what God told me to do. And I'll run right back in. How often will we sometimes distort the interpretation of what we know we have been told to do to its 
fullest as I listened to how you were just explaining the hiding place that fear can actually entice us to walk into. And we will willingly walk into into it, but then also lie to ourselves that, oh, I'm doing just enough when he's actually called us to do abundantly more. And that can become a trick of the enemy in and of itself because we're saying, well, I did that. And he's actually asking us, yes, daughter, you did that, but I asked you to do all of this as well. Is there any advice you would give those who are struggling and battling with being in a hiding place? Is there any advice you would give them for them to recognize the signs of hiding? What does, how can they know that they're hiding? Absolutely. One of the things that I want to share is that I lived in this false humility. (laughs) Here we go. Tell humility where I would tell myself and I would lie to myself to say, oh, no, I'm not doing that. You know, God doesn't want me to be out there. I'm, I'm humble. You know, I would tell myself that. And that was false. I was lying to myself. And so I would say, you know, don't allow fear to dictate how you move. Don't allow fear to lie to you. You know, when you know that God has called you to something then you have to do it. Someone once said to me, and I was listening to a podcast and, and I heard them say that the way to combat fear is to do the very thing that you are afraid of. And I was like, wow, it was so simple, but it was powerful. And I was like, that's all it takes mm-hmm. is to just do that very thing that you are afraid of. I was afraid of everything. I was afraid of I was afraid of failure. I was afraid of messing up. I was afraid of saying the wrong thing. I was afraid of what people thought about me. Fear had came in unexpectedly. It was not welcome. It was trespassing. And it had took its time in my life and decided that it was going to move in with me. And it dictated everything that I did. And so don't allow fear to, to, to sleep, don't sleep with fear. Don't, don't get in the boat with fear. Don't allow fear to dictate to you how you're going to move. Because even in um, second Timothy, when he told, when, when Paul was telling Timothy, you know, uh, you know, he says, listen, don't, he hasn't given us the spirit of fear. And you, and you talked about that, you know, of, of, of love, power, and a sound mind, right? So here it is, you know, you know, Paul is encouraging Timothy and saying, listen, you know, they both were called to the, to the work of the Lord and to ministry. And they're using this affirmation. Oh no, he didn't give us this spirit of fear. Right. And so I had to literally know what the word of God is saying for my life. And I had to kick fear out I had to tell fear, it's time for us to break up. We can no longer be in relationship. Yes. <laughs> you have to go, you know, and so kick fear out. Don't let it stay. I love it. I love how you're saying kick fear out. Um, and as I listen to your description of the narratives that you were telling yourself, it 
has me go back to conversations that we had during fearless conversations with the limitless God and recognizing that oftentimes it is the narrative that we're telling ourselves that we're believing or trusting in more than the narrative that God has placed in his word for us to follow. Mm -hmm. And the, the lies that we pick up adopt, and then we repeat them so often that they, we get into an autopilot response that every time we feel the sensation of fear, that narrative immediately shows up and we believe it and we sit back down. As you just said, if we're, if we rise up and we feel the sensation, it's an opportunity to still create the action Stop waiting for the emotion to change before you move. Create the action and allow your emotion to catch up with you. Are there, is there anything that you needed to begin to say to yourself to intentionally create that change in your thought life? Is there a new story that you've told yourself to create that change? Yes, I told myself that I'm going to give myself permission to be bold and be courageous. That was what I had to tell myself. And I had to, just like you said, cast down those imaginations because it's not, fear is going to always be there. We're going to always have fear. The way we handle it is, is what matters the most. And so I had to tell myself, Shante, you will give yourself permission to be bold and courageous. You got to be strong. God said, be strong, bold and courageous. And so I had to begin to give myself permission to do that. It sounds like you just gave everyone who's listening an assignment that if you have a narrative that's running on autopilot in your head, and it is a playlist that is outdated and you are ready to get rid of it. It's now time for you to take out a piece of paper and actually write down what you are giving yourself permission to do differently so that you can begin to show up fully in the assignment mm -hmm. that God has placed on your life. Lady B, I cannot believe how we are already just about at our first break. But before we take our first commercial break, I would love to be able to hear. When you are thinking about specifically women, because your ministry that we mentioned in your bio is called Kingdom Women, mm -hmm. and I've had the opportunity of engaging and connecting with the powerful experience of being with your Kingdom Women, specifically with women in ministry in your, that you have as a counselor been working with, is there any way that you've specifically seen fear show up in women in this season and time? Absolutely. You know, fear of walking in the fullness of God. They are literally afraid of, well, what, what has God called me to do? How do I do it? How can I move past this place of fear? And they, if fear had creeped in because we get afraid of the unknown, it's the unknown that, that I find that the women are afraid of. 
Mm-hmm. There's such an opportunity on the other side of not of the false belief that we actually are in control. So if we falsely believe that we're in control already, then the uncertainty presents a level of unrealistic fear. But if we recognize that our lives are in the hands of a God that first loves us more than we could love ourselves, and he actually is the one in control, then we should be able to release and recognize that it's not what if, it's even if. As we walk into uncertain moments in time. Mm-hmm. Wow, Lady B, you have set the table for our conversation in this flip side of adversity dialogue. You are setting the table, and I hope you, the listeners, have already taken out your pen and your paper because she's going to go into strategies and steps in our next segment. After we come back from this commercial break, we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. John Maxwell lets us know that change is inevitable, but growth is optional. Let's welcome in this new season of change with a clear vision for growth. Join us for session two of the Girlfriend Gathering series, Season of Change. It's designed to bring strategy and accountability to action. March 26th at 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., virtual and in person, we will turn the mirror on ourselves and take a look at our habits and how they impact our ability to grow. Each guest, whether virtual or in person, will participate in an engaging experience that will leave you equipped to conquer your goals. March 26th session, we'll have experts who provide tools on time management, making time for sustainable change, financial habits that will change your relationship with credit, and more. You will have the opportunity to network, create meaningful relationships and accountability with growth-oriented women. You don't want to miss this opportunity to change your world. Returning guests, don't forget your homework assignment. Give your puzzle piece to someone who you think would benefit from this growth opportunity. And because you are a Voice America listener, we have a promo code for your discount ticket. It is GFG 2022 and register at www.livingstrongllc.com. We hope to see you in the Girlfriend Gathering. It's your world. Motivate, change, succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. This is Living Strong, the flip side of adversity with Dr. Veerdra Jackson. To reach the live show today, call into 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at livingstrongllc.com. Now, back to Living Strong, the flip side of adversity. Welcome back. Well, Lady B, 
has laid the table. She has unpacked how fear held her hostage and even challenged each of us to write out how we are going to give ourselves permission. She gives herself permission to be bold. I give myself permission to, regardless of the space, to show up in integrity, in association or connection to my values. What do you give yourself permission to do so that you can face fear and live fully on purpose? Lady B, I appreciate how you have been transparent with your story, with your growth, with your experience. What steps did you actually take? If we're going to give practical guidance for those who are listening and those who are still in a place of fear, how can they step? What steps should they begin to take? First of all, you want to identify fear because there are two different types of fear. You know, we have the healthy fear and we have the unhealthy fear, right? So we have the first fear is the fear of the Lord. That is no doubt where we all should land, right? Is the fear of the Lord because it tells us that we should have that fear. And the beginning of fear, having that fear is the beginning of knowledge. So we want to make sure that we recognize that. The other fear is the spirit of fear. That's the fear that comes to paralyze us, to stop us, to intimidate us, to stop us from moving into the things that God has called us to do. So the first thing I would want to say is identify what you're dealing with, right? Mm -hmm. Identify and make sure that you are literally dealing, what fear are you really facing? Once Mm -hmm. you identify that, hey, I am dealing with this spirit of fear. This thing is tormenting me. I can't move forward. I'm stuck. I don't know what to do. You know, the next thing you have to do is pray, right? Prayer is key. You know, pray through passion, position, power, right? Pray and ask God to help you with this thing that has taken control over your life. You know, once you have prayed and you have asked God, the next thing you have to do is be intentional about not allowing fear to to take over. You have to cast down those imaginations. You have to be intentional about, hey, this thing is creeping up on me. What am I going to do with it? If the Bible is telling me that God is not giving me a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind, this is not of God. This is a trick of the enemy. And so I have to recognize that I can't allow the enemy to come in and, and, and show off in my life. I have to resist the devil, right? And he will flee. And so once you being intentional about that, and once you are intentional about that, give yourself permission mm-hmm. to be bold, to be courageous, to show up in the room, to not, to, to not belittle yourself, to not, <laughs> to not put your dummy down yourself. That was all the things that I did. I was dummy down in myself. I was not, I didn't have confidence in myself. I didn't believe in myself. I had to take a moment to really find out, Hey, Shantae, you got to believe in yourself. You got to believe and have confidence in who you are because fear told me something different. And so I had to begin to change the narrative, change my story and say, I will walk in boldness. I am courageous. I am a woman of God. I will preach. I will pray. I will lead. I will do these things that fear told me that I could not do. 
And so once you begin to take that stand and once you begin to take that place in your life, you will find that you will be on the other side of fear. You will be on the other side of fear. And once you start walking on the other side of fear, fear will always be there. So remember that fear won't go away. So we don't, I want, I don't want you to get off this live and say, well, you know, she said this and it's still here, right? No, it's always going to be there, but it's what you do with it that matters. It's what you do. If you take those steps, use those strategies, you will find that you will conquer fear. Remember, remember that the only way to combat fear and to conquer it is to do the very thing that you are afraid of. So the last thing that you need to do is do it afraid. Do that very thing that God, that the enemy told you you couldn't do and that fear told you you couldn't do, start doing it. And you will find yourself on the other side of fear. So I just want to recap because I know people are like, wait a minute. We are, we're not stepping. We are running. (laughs) These steps are moving. She said, identify it, pray over it get intentional. And when I heard you describe intentionality, the word consistency also showed up for me as you were repeating Mm -hmm. that intentionality Mm -hmm. that follows the prayer. Give yourself permission and then change your story. Yes. And then stand in that new story and recognize you got to do it and do it afraid. Identify, pray, intentionality, permission, change the story, stand, and finally do it afraid. Mm -hmm. An entire process. Can you give us a situation in your own story where you specifically took those steps and you were able to see the benefit of moving through that process. Absolutely. It was when God told me to create the CD pray through. I was literally afraid to do it. I didn't know how, I didn't know how I was going to do it, what I was going to say. I was literally afraid that project took me over 10 months to a year. I would pick it up, put it back down because I was letting fear, fear was saying, nope, you can't do it. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to do it. I put it down. And the Lord was like, no, do it. He would send people my way that will remind me of the assignment. Now, these people had no clue that me and God is going through this tug and war and that I'm fighting with this assignment. And he would send people my way that will say, no, you have to complete this, complete what you started. Because I was, I was started it, but I would not finish it because of fear, because of what fear was telling me. I would not do it. And so I decided I got to do this. It was one day I woke up and was like, you I was in prayer and the Lord said, you have to complete this. Finish what you started. I am with you. I am reminded of Isaiah 41 and 10 when it says, fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, right? For I am your God and I will strengthen you and I will help you and I will uphold you with my righteous hand. I had 
to remember that. And I had to stand on that scripture and know, God, you are with me. And when I tell you, God laid it all out. I didn't want for anything. Everything I needed was right there from the recording, from the, from, from the, 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 the products, from the CD, from everything on musicians, everything that I needed was right there. It was up to me to take the step. I had to say, I will not be afraid. I will complete this assignment. Once I completed the assignment, I began to see the, I began to see the progress that it took me to get there. And then I saw the result yeah. of me just doing it. I, I couldn't think about it. I couldn't, I, could, I just had to do it. Whatever it took, I was like, okay, God, you telling me to do this? You're going to have to lay it all out for me. You're going to have to have everything in front of me. And he did just that. And so it, it took me to step out on faith, to not be afraid, but be bold enough to complete this assignment for the Lord. Pray through is not for me. It's for God. And I had to complete that assignment that God wanted me to complete. And now this CD is still amazing. It's still powerful. It is touching all places over the world. People are still connecting. It's a movement. I'm t- I, I, and I'm not, and I'm, I'm not, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm not even doing nothing with it. It is moving itself because of the, of what God said for me to do. And I had to get on the other side of fear and release the assignment that God has placed upon my life. And so that's a, that's a, that's a clear sign of that. When you get over there, when you get over and you, and you push yourself back and you do what God says, do, and you don't be afraid and you be bold. The results is always God being glorified. And that's just how it moved. I saw the hand of the Lord when I decided to not be afraid and just do it. Not that I wasn't afraid because I did it afraid. (laughs) I did it afraid and doing it afraid and it accomplished what God wanted it to accomplish. So as you recognized being obedient and in your obedient, God met you in the middle of your obedience. And as you were talking, something just uh, came into my spirit for someone who is listening, who has been sitting afraid and they actually have not only been sitting afraid, but now they've told themselves because they've waited so long, it's too late. And right in my spirit, as you were just talking about how he had given you something, you paused and then you said yes, and you moved forward and he has blessed it and continues to bless it and has called it to be a movement around the globe. The person who is listening today and you have been telling yourself, because I have not moved, that it is too late. Lady B, her message today is for you. It is not too late. The moment you say yes and be obedient, he will meet you right there. The assignment is still fresh. He's not done with you. He is not done with the assignment. He is patiently waiting on your obedience in order to blow your mind. It's not too late. It's not too late. Get up and do it anyway. Mm -hmm. So I want to 
unpack. So you created the CD. I myself have it. And we are going, if you stay with us to the end, Lady B is going to share with you how you can get your hands on the CD. But when you talked about the power of the CD, it, as you shared, it was not about you, but it was addressing things that you needed to learn and process that is connecting with others. Can you tell us a little bit about the CD and the power of how it's being used? Yes, it, even though the CD was for, you know, for God, he allowed me to tell my story through the CD. He allowed me to walk others through my journey of not knowing who I am, losing my mind, you know, being afraid, dealing with warfare, you know, um, being sick in my body. He allowed me to take be, take others through that journey because he specifically, I heard the Lord say that this will, that your faith will connect with their faith so that when they hear it, they will be able to know that God is not a respecter of persons. If he did it for me, then he can do it for you. And so listening to the prayers that was created can empower and encourage them and give them the power to get up from where they are, to know that God is with them. And that if God brought me through, if God renewed my mind, if God healed my body, if God protected me from the fight, he can do the same thing for you. So it was God using my story. He was using my process to be able to bring healing, restoration, you know, um, encouragement to the people that will hear my voice on the other side of this CD. So it was bigger than me. It was bigger than me. And I had to get my mind away from what I thought I was doing because it was bigger than me. It had nothing to do with me. But God used me in that moment to be able to get the message out to his people that God is who he said he is. It was the word of God. I prayed the word of God. Every, every prayer was, was birthed through the word of God. He took me through the scriptures and gave me every scripture to put on the CD because he wanted them to know that the power of the word of God is what's going to get you up, what's going to give you the power, what's going to give you the strength, what's going to heal your body, what's going to make you well, what's going to knew your mind. I could go on and on, but that was what God was doing in that CD. Yes. As we get ready for our second break, what just struck my soul is when the assignment is coming from God, it is, it will be used by him, not just for you, but there are people waiting for you to get over your fear. And if we become more loyal to our fear, we are actually not only sabotaging our gift, but we're also sabotaging the gift that somebody is waiting for. And how dare we sabotage the opportunity for someone else Mm -hmm. to experience Mm -hmm. revelation, freedom, new awareness, a renewed mind, all of those things that can come through our obedience when we get over ourselves 
and recognize that whatever it is he's asking us to birth is not about us. It will absolutely fuel us, feed us, restore us, but it is absolutely bigger than us and will be on assignment for somebody else's life. We cannot, how dare we allow something that is the trick of the enemy to block somebody else's blessing. Yes. Oh my goodness, you getting ready to have me run around this <coughs> We need to take another commercial break. And when we come back, I'm going to ask Lady B, how is it now operating outside of her comfort zone? We're going to talk about it when we <laughs> come back from this break. We'll be right back. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. John Maxwell lets us know that change is inevitable, but growth is optional. Let's welcome in this new season of change with a clear vision for growth. Join us for session two of the Girlfriend Gathering series, Season of Change. It's designed to bring strategy and accountability to action. March 26th at 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., virtual and in person, we will turn the mirror on ourselves and take a look at our habits and how they impact our ability to grow. Each guest, whether virtual or in person, will participate in an engaging experience that will leave you equipped to conquer your goals. March 26th session, We'll have experts who provide tools on time management, making time for sustainable change, financial habits that will change your relationship with credit, and more. You will have the opportunity to network, create meaningful relationships, and accountability with growth-oriented women. You don't want to miss this opportunity to change your world. Returning guests, don't forget your homework assignment. Give your puzzle piece to someone who you think would benefit from this growth opportunity. And because you are a Voice America listener, we have a promo code for your discount ticket. It is GFG2022 and register at www.livingstrongllc.com. We hope to see you in the Girlfriend Gathering. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com This is Living Strong, the flip side of adversity with Dr. Veerdra Jackson. To reach the live show today, call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at livingstrongllc.com. Now, back to Living Strong, the flip side of adversity. Welcome back. We have been having a powerful conversation. I know you needed your seatbelt. In that last segment, Lady B almost had me running around this room. If I didn't have to stay committed to this microphone, I would have jumped up and started going. You see, when 
you allow God to use you, the mm-hmm. fire is contagious. Mm-hmm. I told you in the introduction, <laughs> our light is so bright that it Amen. needs to be on a global platform. And here we are reaching the nations through Voice America and this international internet um, platform radio show. So now, Lady B, comfort zone. So you have given us steps. You have been transparent about your facing fear Mm -hmm. and giving yourself permission to be bold. Mm -hmm. And you've also helped us recognize that actually fear is something that is natural as human Mm -hmm. beings. It is going to remain a part of our story. Mm -hmm. So recognize that when fear shows up, recognize it's that it is a response signal, but it should never be your residence. It's not Mm -hmm. where you stay. That's right. So as we continue to talk about the flip side of adversity, what role would you say your comfort zone has placed in your relationship with fear? And how are you now as you move outside of your comfort zone? Wow. So my comfort zone was so comfortable, y'all. I think <laughs> I, you couldn't get me to come out of my comfort zone. Let's just start there, right? But now that I have decided to break up with fear mm-hmm. and decided to you know, um, get on the other side of fear, I find myself coming more and more out of my comfort zone. I find myself being more confident, right? I find myself believing in myself more. I found my, I find myself, you know, not believing the lie of fear of what fear told me about my life. And so I'm walking boldly now. So when God sends me in places and atmospheres, I'm able to be what he's called me to be. I'm able to do what he's called me to do. And I'm able to release what he wants me to release. Now that I've said fear, you will no longer right? Take control over this place in my life. And so I find myself, um, you know, because the invitations keep coming, Dr. Dr. Jackson, I'm, I can't help. I mean, they keep coming and I'm saying, what is going on? You know, people keep inviting me to their churches and their women's conferences and they're asking me to preach and teach. And I'm saying, God, you keep opening up these doors of invitation. And, and, and he's like, because I want you to walk in them. And so I know that this is a place that God has called me. So he's saying, I need you to come out of that comfort zone, come out from out of the shadow, because now, you know, I need to bring you to the forefront so that you can do what I've called you to do. And so I am now walking in a place of peace. Um, I'm no longer um, having anxiety and I'm no longer having fear that is paralyzing me and keeping me stuck, right? Because fear is always going to be there. But when it does, I'm able to tackle it right away. I'm able to identify it. And one thing I want to say is that you got to recognize what is, is, the, is the fear real? Because you got to understand, is this a real thing of fear? Because you got to recognize, I remember writing on a piece of paper what I was afraid of, Mm -hmm. why I was afraid of it, and what was I going to do to get out of it? And Mm -hmm. so I had to literally talk myself out of this place of fear and and talk myself into this place of victory now, because now I'm able to be more bold. I'm able to be more courageous. I'm able to show up on camera. I was afraid to get on camera, y'all. I was afraid. (laughs) 
I remember that. I was afraid to be on camera. I was afraid. And I, and, and I had to get through my, I had to, one thing you said, Dr. Jackson, is that you gotta, it's not about you. You gotta move yourself out of the way. And so I had to realize that fear was causing me to not do what God called me to do and not show up in places where God wanted me to show up in. And so now being on that side is so amazing now. It's, it's peaceful. It's, 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 I'm, ble- I'm, 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 I'm being obedient to God because really me not doing those things, I was being disobedient. I was being disobedient. And so, you know, now that I am I'm now walking in this place, I'm saying I can no longer be disobedient to God because God means so much to me. I love God with everything in me. I, he is the lover of my soul. And so if I, if, when I felt that I was displeasing him, that I was not pleasing him and I wasn't doing what he called me to do, it was tearing me up inside. And I had to say something got to go. And it was fair. Fear had to go. And I had to walk into a place where God has called me to be. So being on this side is just amazing. I so resonate with how you just explained understanding those steps that you gave us earlier. And if you miss them, identify the fear, pray about the fear, get intentional, that consistency, get intentional then give yourself permission, change the narrative, the story, stand in it, and then do it even afraid. And as when you just laid out your current experience on the other side of your comfort zone, you just gave us the visible example of the changed narrative. So often we have been in a repeat pattern that we begin to believe that what we're telling ourselves is the only thing that's possible. But when we consistently do it afraid, every time you do it afraid, you are creating a new neurological network or connection, a new neurological pathway in your mind that creates Oh, I can do it. Yes. So you rewrite your story Mm -hmm. through the action of getting on the other side of your comfort zone. I appreciate how you have laid out your passion. You have laid out how we can walk in a position of facing our fear and recognizing that there really is a purpose and a push behind what God is asking us to do and the powerful impact that can happen when you walk in it. Mm -hmm. And so I can't believe Lady B, we're already at a few minutes before the end of our show. And there's so much that you've unpacked. You said when you walked in obedience, the moment you began to be obedient, opportunity began to continue to show up. Yes. So what are you currently working on and how can people follow you to stay connected to your fire and your fearless, (laughs) your fearlessness? 
Yeah, so you, you know, I could be reached on all the social handles on the Lady Shante Baldwin. You can go to my page, you know, there I share um, my events, the things that I am doing, um, where I'm going. My next event that is coming up is on Good Friday. I will be in Paulsbury, New Jersey with my Covenant sisters. We will be doing the seven last words of Jesus. And I am so excited for that. So if you are in the area, the tri-state area, come on out. Come on out. We would love for you to join us. You can go to my Facebook page. The flyer is there. Um, everything that I'm be doing is always there at Lady Shante Baldwin. You can actually gra grab a hold of my website that is there. Um, my website is on there. Connect with me on my website. Connect with me on you know Instagram, Facebook, Lady Shante Baldwin. Listen, I'm excited and I'm working on a podcast. So once that comes out, you will have that information. Um, but I am excited about what God is doing. And I would love for you to follow me and be able to stay connected with me um, in the future. Wonderful. So now Lady Shante, with the last minute or two we have, can you spell out for our listeners your name and the website so that they can get the absolute correct spelling um, to be able to find you? Yes. So my, my, um, Facebook, my social media handles is lady L A D Y Shante S H A N T E Baldwin B A L D W I N. My website information is www.shantebaldwinministries.com.com. You can reach me there, reach me on my social media and I attend Bethel Deliverance Church Northeast. Um, so you can visit my church website as well because I do post things that I do for there as well. My women's events are mostly on my um, church page. So you can also reach me there, which my women's events are open to everyone. Yes. Thank you, Lady B. This has been Thank you. just like a, a, a shot in the arm, I feel like for people who have been listening to this segment. Mm -hmm. If you came on this segment unsure about your life and your dance with fear, Lady Shantae Baldwin just stepped on your toes. She <laughs> stepped on your dancing shoes and she said, stop dancing with fear and step boldly into the calling that is on your life because it is not about you. It is about the assignment that he has given you that somebody is waiting for you to get over being afraid. Thank you again, Lady B. It has been an amazing conversation. And for those of you who um, consistently follow us, I can't wait to connect with you again. Same time, same location next week on the flip side of adversity. Thank you so much. Thank you for tuning in to Living Strong, the flip side of adversity. Please join your host, Dr. Veerdra Jackson, for another edition of our show next Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a great week.
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more-